Welcome to the Thomas Miller Show. My name is Thomas Miller. Thank you once again for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Um, I want to get right into today's show and just a warning. I'm going to try to keep it tight and concise, but there is a <laughs> there is a chance for me to uh, you just go extra to uh, give you a little bit more. I bear with me because this is huge. Um, yesterday's show, we talked about preparedness from the power standpoint that you should really invest in some sort of um, solar generator. That's my preference. <clears throat> Get yourself a solar solar generator, a couple of backup batteries. That's on the small scale. Um, on a larger scale, you know, you might want to get yourself a solar power um, for your home, uh, but not put it on the grid. But anyway, we'll talk more about that in future shows, but I want to stay on this line of preparedness. And this time I'm going to the next thing that you should be working on when it comes to being prepared. And that's having food, not depending on the just in time shopping. And just in time means uh, when you go to say Albertsons or Costco or or Vons or Safeway wherever you are, Walmart, and you get the food. That's just in time. You need it. You go to the store. You buy it. You put it on the table for your family. Just in time for dinner. Um, I came across a news story that happened on April 7th of 2023. And I was shocked to learn that this wasn't the first time. Now, I think that everyone should have at least uh, two weeks supply of food, bare minimum three days supply of backup food. That way, if something goes wrong, the power goes down, uh, a catastrophe happens, at least you have three days of food that you could give to your family food and water and we'll discuss water on another show i just want to stick to food and the supply chain so before we start talking more about this i want you to hear this audio from a news report that happened on april 7th of uh of this year 2023 talking about los angeles and long beach ports closing so here's that audio right now Now at 3.30, the ports of L.A. and Long Beach are closed again. A dock worker shortage now stretching into the second day, and that's bringing work at our nation's largest port to a standstill. The effects are already being felt here locally and globally. KTLA 5's Kimberly Chang joining us live at the port of L.A. with what's happening behind the scenes right now. Hi, Kimberly. Lusandra, hi. Typically, this would be a very busy area. This is where trucks come to pick up cargo, which eventually end up on the shelves at our local stores. But today, it was a ghost town. The ports of LA and Long Beach temporarily closed again due to a shortage of workers on the dock. This is typically America's busiest port complex, and cargo operations are critical to the supply chain. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting here. I got here about 6 o'clock this morning. So I've been waiting a few hours and 
just here to pick up a load and deliver it locally. Outside a long line of stalled truck drivers, including James Reed. The guy came out, uh, I'm going to say about 45 minutes ago now, and uh, it was going to be 30 minutes till he'd give us an answer of what we were looking at, if we could possibly get loaded today. Pacific Maritime Association, PMA, which represents ocean carriers and terminal operators, has been in contract negotiations with the International Longshore and Warehouse Union since May. One hot-button issue has been modernizing terminals with automation. Workers have warned it'll kill jobs. PMA said the workers' union withheld labor Friday, and the majority of jobs for Thursday night shift went unfilled, including jobs needed to load and unload cargo. Back when talks began, PMA said any disruption would be, quote, debilitating to the U.S. economy. It seems very selfish. Reed expressed his disappointment, saying the closure creates a ripple effect and hurts truck drivers. That's the old adage, if the wheels ain't turning, we're not earning. So, I mean, it just sums it up right there. And so basically, not only that, the, the fuel cost, you know, of, of coming down here, then we got to turn back empty handed. In a statement, PMA said in part, ILWU local on the West Coast has taken a concerted action to withhold labor at the ports of L.A. and Long Beach, resulting in widespread worker shortages. These actions undermine confidence in West Coast ports and threaten to further accelerate the diversion of discretionary cargo to Atlantic and Gulf Coast ports. The health of the Southern California and state economy depend on the ability of the ports of L.A. and Long Beach to stem this market share erosion. The California Retailers Association also weighed in today, saying that retailers throughout California and the country rely on the ports for daily business needs. They urge the governor as well as the state legislature to get involved to resolve this matter. Now, I also reached out to the union ILWU, but we did not receive a response or a comment before our deadline. Reporting live in San Pedro, Kimberly Chang, KTLA 5 News. Okay, you heard that. And... Um, yeah, that's quite alarming. Now, again, I, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm not sure, but I'm kind of pretty sure that the ports are open. Uh, number one, one of the alarming things about this new story is this is not the first time. This is not the first time that these ports have closed. Now, you're talking about the two largest ports in the United States. Um, forgive me if you hear noise in the background. There's a there's a there's another studio that's recording in there, super loud, but I'm going to keep on going here. So just forgive the background noise if you hear it. So you got the two largest ports in, in the United States shut down because of labor issues. One problem I have is um, media. We're not knowing about this. We've got so many distractions going on not just with our personal lives, with our families and the things that we've got going on outside of the family, but we're, per but we're purposely uh, being asked to, uh, well, not asked, these distractions that are being shoved down our throats are the Xboxes, the Hulus, the Netflix, um, the PS5s, uh, being worried about racial tension that's, that in my humble opinion, is non-existent. It's all made up, at least the majority of it. I'm not going to say that racism doesn't exist. Um, it does, but on a very small scale than what they would like you to believe. You got the distractions of Donald Trump. You know, we need to know what Donald Trump is doing. Do we? 
Do we honestly need to know what's going on between him and Stormy Daniels, two consenting adults? No. This stuff, and that's just a few. These are distractions designed to keep you from looking at what's really going on. And right now, when you have shortages of the two largest ports in the country, that's more important than what's going on with Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels. It really is. The indoctrinization of our kids, that's more important. Um, rewriting history, that's more important than, um, than, than, than Donald Trump. But anyway, I digress for a moment. Getting back to the ports. This is major. And this is why I say you need to get some food, especially if you live in these urban areas. You need to get at least a bare minimum of a three-day food supply. Because they're not going to tell you this. I just happened to stumble across this story. It wasn't out there in mainstream media. Uh, you can uh, you can say, well, Thomas was on KTLA five, but how many people actually watch the news now? Our habits, we've been now trained to not look at your local news. We've been trained to focus on binge watching on Netflix. I love the show Yellowstone. However, you will get, they want you to watch Yellowstone. I think it's a fantastic show, I'm not knocking Yellowstone. But between this binge watching of all of these Netflix series, Hulu series, Amazon Prime series, um, you're not hearing this. And they're not pushing it out there. So when this story came up, I was shocked. I was actually embarrassed. I'm like, I should be paying attention more. And, and I'm scolding myself right now because I'm me and I can scold me. But this brings up uh, a lot of major factor, factors. Number one, you've got your food shortages. This makes it impossible for the just-in-time uh, market to get the food that you need. Now, I've already got issues with food as far as the GMOs and fake foods, but now this is happening and to learn that it's not the first time, oh my goodness, um, which, which results in the food not getting to the stores, which results in higher prices, uh, um, which also uh, results in the truckers not getting paid, um, which, you know, they don't get the fuel that they need. The truckers aren't delivering food. Uh, truck drivers are pissed off because they don't, they don't get paid and they're driving around wasting precious fuel on trucks that aren't getting loaded. Now, this particular closure was due to a labor shortage. Well, if you, this continues to happen, what's going to happen with other labor? And what I mean by other labor is you get retailers who depend on this cargo to sell product. If they're selling product, they're employing people. If they can't get the product, they're going to take their retail somewhere else. In fact, in this story, they mentioned that some, some of the cargo is now being diverted to um, um, 
Atlantic ports. Well, what does that do for labor on the West Coast? Well, if you're not getting cargo, I don't need you to work. That's a direct result, which is a chain reaction. Again, higher prices, food shortages, retailers going somewhere else, truckers not working, um, which drives the trucking industry out of here. I haven't even talked about the railroad issue on this. Foods that um, are now currently in shortage or about to be shortage, that's not including this, this, this closure. This is outside of it. Um, rice production throughout the world is down dramatically. All you have to do is just do, just do a basic sh search. This show is all about just scratching the surface. If you scratch the surface on food shortages and just type in your Google or type in your favorite search engine, food shortages 2023, and you will see that there's a rice situation. The rice crop has not been awesome, which causes the price of rice to go up because there's a rice shortage. Meat, and I'm going to throw uh, poultry in there as well, meat and poultry. Production is down on meat and poultry because of the droughts, because of the uh, uh, avian flu when it comes to poultry, which results in egg prices. We've all heard about the egg prices going up, that they're skyrocketing, which causes dairy to go up. This is a chain reaction. Um, again, there's a lot of distractions going on. We need to be focused. And we need to help each other out, inform each other. That's what this show is also about, informing you, letting you know what's out there so you can better prepare yourself. When you get information like this, you can do one of two things. You can prepare or you can not prepare. I hope that you would prepare. Even if your family or the ones closest to you think that you are an absolute idiot. I'm gonna take you on a journey through the Bible. Now we've all heard the story of Noah's ark. Builds an ark, the floods come, he saves his family two by two as far as the animals. We got it, we understand that. However, think about during that time when Noah was building the boat, how much ridicule, how much laughing he endured. His, his own family probably said, Dad, honey, what are you doing? It hasn't rained in forever. Why are you building this boat? Well, God told me to. Hmm. God told you to build a big old boat. Okay. Yeah. So think about what he had to go through with. All the name coin calling, the finger pointing. Um, that's what you have to be. You have to be willing to endure that. I personally have. <laughs> My family sometimes thinks that I am re I am beyond crazy. That's okay. When they're eating, they have water, they have power. We have security. They're going to thank you for it. So you have to be the Noah in your circle.
You have to let everyone know about stories like this. And if you don't think that there's something going on within our country today, I'm speaking specifically about the United States of America. Here's the things that are going on right now. You've got you've got um, food production plants burning to the ground. You've got the avian flu. You've got uh, port closures like this. You're dealing with the decline in the U.S. dollar. The power grid situation, would, what I covered uh, yesterday, our power grid in some places is over 100 years old and desperately needs to be updated, desperately needs money pumped back into it. It is unreliable. That is the facts. It's unreliable. The fact that you have electricity right now, please don't take it for granted because it could go down in just a millisecond. You've got China who exclusively makes these transformers for the grid. Um, and it takes about two to three years to get a transformer if one goes down, but it's made in China. China has a backdoor into our grid. You've got that going on. You've got civil unrest. We just heard about all those teenagers in Chicago that wreaked havoc on that city. And you got the city's leaders saying, they're just blowing off steam. It's okay. This is nothing to see here. You got a lot of that sleight of hand movements throughout our government. Um, you've got our, our president involved in a huge scandal involving China yet again with his son, Hunter Biden. Biden. And people will say, well, that's Hunter's problem. No, that's, that's our problem because the Bidens and all of this stuff is coming out. I'll cover that in another in a future show. Um, you've got the rice shortage. You've got the meat shortage. You've got the egg shortage. You've got the drought. Even though we have had lots of rain, um, a lot of that, because we've been in drought so much, has run off into the ocean. Because, because once the ground gets so dry, it doesn't absorb right away. It's so hard, it just it just runs right off. We have replenished some water, thank God. And I really mean that. Thank the Lord above that we have replenished some water. But we still we still have record lows as far as our um, aquifers, as far as far as our lakes. We still need more water. There's a lot of things going on. That's why we need to prepare. So if you don't have a food supply, I suggest at me personally, I have a two-week food supply. Space is limited. I'm going to work on that. But also, learn to grow something. This is a time that, while you still can, experiment with growing. If you know how to grow some crops for yourself, do it. If you have a surplus of crops, sell them or give them away. Um, to your small, very intimate circle of friends, um, because you don't want you, you don't want to really let people know that you have the capability of growing stuff. Because if the S hits the fan, we know how humans are; they just react. And if they're scared, humans are very unpredictable. I mentioned the uh, Walking Dead yesterday on yesterday's show, and how that shows centers around the zombie apocalypse. 
It's not the zombies that you have to worry about. Unfortunately, it's your next door neighbor. It's your neighbor across the street. You don't know how they deal with um, stress or pressure. So, you know, if you have a surplus of crops, give them to someone very close to you. Get yourself some backup power, um, food, power, medical security. And of course, the good book, the Bible. Get yourself in the Bible, read and pray every day so you can have the knowledge of what's coming and you have the knowledge to prepare for it. Remember, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Anyway, I think that's all I have for you today. Um, yeah, if there's something that I missed or something you would like to comment about the show, you can do that. You can send me an email to Thomas Miller at thomasmillershow.com. I will be active on Twitter and Truth Social. Um, I will post on Instagram. I'm working on a video series that will go to Rumble. Uh, if you, I'm not ready to broadcast that page out yet, but once it's ready to go, I will let you know, cause I'm going to rumble YouTube. I'm probably not going to post on YouTube because there's just so much censorship. And that's another thing we have to worry about is censorship. There's a lot of things going on, but hopefully together we can prepare for that. But anyway, like I said, if I miss something on today's show, please let me know. And if there's something that you would like for me to cover, do that as well. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm only one person right now. So if there's a story that you would like for me to, um, talk about on the show, send the suggestion better yet, send the news article or the video to Thomas Miller at thomasmillershow.com. Thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. I will see you or I will talk to you next time. Bye.